Whether it's guys looking for double Ds or girls looking to get the D, it all goes down in the big D. Join Asheville and Maddie as they dish on Dallas. What is up, everybody? This is Dallas Dating Diaries. Uh, I'm Maddie. We got Ashmo here. Hey, guys. What is going on, Ashmo? Uh, continuing to live my best life, yeah, well, as I say. We've got uh, episode five, and this is a new territory for us because the first couple of episodes, it was just you and I. We're just doing, you know, talking about life. And tonight, we actually have a special guest with us. We have royalty amongst us, royalty. Maddie. Okay. Truly, the Prince of Uptown is Prince here. Prince of Uptown. In the flesh. Perfect. Welcome. What's going on? Listen to that voice. Can Isn't it so sexy? Tell the, tell the people hello. Tell the squad hello one more time. Hey, squad. Oof. I can, I can <laughs> hear the, the, the wop from here. It's just juicy. <laughs> well, we're, uh, we're glad to have you, Prince of Uptown. You're going to have some great stories for us, uh, it sounds like, and um, looking forward to it. But in the meantime, I'm interested to know how you were able to bless us with your appearance by coming on. How did you hear about us, and, and how did you get involved coming on? All right, so this is, uh, I guess, a funny story. So uh, we, I think, matched on Hinge in May. Yes. Ish. So uh, Ashley and I did, and uh, I ended up getting the uh, the COVID pretty gnarly in June. So I don't know what happened. I think she stopped messaging me, so she wouldn't ghost on me. But uh, I did ghost yeah. you. I was like, this guy is sick. I don't want to get sick. We've yeah. heard we've heard your your ghosting <laughs> tales, yeah. So uh, you know, long story short, then like all this time kind of passes by, and I get a random message from a friend of mine and she's like hey i'm listening to this podcast about dating in dallas and uh i think this girl's talking about you <laughs> and i'm like uh, who is it and she's like do you know this girl and she sent me uh ashley's um uh instagram account and i go yeah i think i do and so i messaged her <laughs> and i was like hey are you talking about me and she's like no she so. thought this gal thought i i was thought prince of uptown was right. mcdreamy oh well, can, can we just say for, I mean, how cool is that now that we talked about this on the first episode <laughs> that people are going to be listening and saying, are they talking about us, right? And, and in this case, you weren't, but already people are listening in and starting to kind of put the feelers out to friends of friends, right? That, are they talking yeah, about Yeah, they're talking me? about you. That's awesome. So, but it, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it was just a mistaken identity. A mistaken identity, but coincidentally, Prince of Uptown and I do live in the same neighborhood. Shocking. <laughs> like literally a stone's throw from each other. Yeah, of course. It's the, we've talked about this. It's the five block radius. Is the, That's all of your hinge and bumble yeah. apps are just, that's the radius <laughs> you put on. I'm on none of those. Yeah. It's like dating in New York. You don't go past your city. Exactly. Past your block. Yeah. Exactly. Upper East Side, what's up? So <laughs> we were able to reconnect recently, and I, I verified I was not talking about you, Prince. And we've become... Buddies, Prince and I, Princey Poo, as I call him. Princey Poo. It's very, very puppy love. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Well, and I had heard, um, so Ashmo reached out to me and she was, she was talking about you and she's like, oh, I, I know this guy, Prince of Uptown. And uh, I'm, re I'm a reformed fuck boy. We've all talked about this. Um, but back, mm -hmm. in, back in the wild days, um, it sounds like you and I will need to probably compare notes because <laughs> we probably um, are... Um, Eskimo Bros? Probably. Yeah. Probably <laughs> is, is what I've come to find. So uh, now it's a yeah. question of how many times. The over-under is around three, but... That's my bet. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. 
possibly. Yeah. So possibly we'll, higher. We'll have to we'll have to go through it uh, off <laughs> off the air and, and talk names. But you know, one of the things that we've been hearing from from you, squad, listening to the podcast is as we are talking about individuals that we've gone on dates with or um, had these crazy stories with. It's a, it's a question of how do we name them, right? How do we come up with these names? And so uh, I'll start off by saying, you know, sometimes it's about like the dentist story. We're all, you know, the, the legendary story that, you know, that was the, the occupation uh, mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. individual. Uh, and then for those that, that don't know this uh, about me, uh, I was previously married a, a long time ago uh, to, to an individual and, um, her name is uh, the preacher, basically, because that's what she does as an occupation now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have other names for that individual, <laughs> but uh, to be nice, uh, I call her the preacher. And so you just you take an attribute of an individual, um, either their occupation or something that they did, or in the Prince of Uptown's case, the fact that he uh, rules all of us in the Uptown region. That is uh, that is where the name uh, stems from. But you know. Mm. That's my way of doing it, you know, and, and Prince, you may have your own ways and, and Ashmill, you have yours. So I'll be interested to hear how the naming convention works for y'all. I mean, it's not complicated. I'm a guy. I think if you went through my phone, you'd be like, I think uh, Ash is like Ash tits hinge. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. When he classy. <laughs> Very classy. classy. Yeah. It's like it's how you, it's how you remember. Right. You know what I mean? Well, no, and, and I've done this where I've gone through. I, like, it's hard to delete. Your 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 um, phone, uh, the address book, unless you go online and do like a mass delete. And as I'm like sometimes scrolling looking for a number, it's like um, Jillian Marriott, or <laughs> you know, like it's usually I give the first name that's because that's usually all you get when you're talking to somebody, and then like the location or occupation. So like nurse, the N in my phone book is just like all these first names, and then like nurse is the last name, and it's just like scroll, 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 scroll. <laughs> so many nurses, right? So. Do you have a thing for for registered nurses? No, they're just everywhere. A lady in any, scrubs. Anytime, anytime you go out, I feel like there's. You're just looking for a caretaker, man. Yeah, that's true. That is 100 yep. percent true. And the church said, "All men." Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, tons of tons of nurses. My, for a long time, I had this whole thing about I wanted to hook up with women that had specific careers. I know that's weird, but I did. I like wanted to hook up with you know um, a flight attendant or a lawyer and. I have never, this is true, I have never been able to hook up with a flight attendant, ever. You're doing it wrong. I, I'm Apparently, because I have done everything, I fly a lot, right, for, for work and, uh, and travel, and I've done every, I've gotten like almost to the finish line, like right at the door, right, we're at a Marriott in Orange County, and it's like, <laughs> it's going to happen, and then right at the door, she turns around, and she's like, hey, I have a, I have a fiancé. Oh my God! This was the moment, but no, you ruined it, or because so, you said yes. Yeah, so they the have dress. like a phrase, and and obviously, if you're a flight attendant, they, they, you know, it's a catch flights, not love, or something like that, or catch feelings, not yeah, love, yeah. or whatever. Uh, and then there's like a subset. They're like they're called like door knockers or door slappers. So immediately when they get to the hotel, they just slap the the privacy lock shut and mm-hmm. lock it. Like that's like their whole mo. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to pick them up on the plane, it's not going to work. Okay. So where yeah. do I intercept them? When they're in town on Bumble. Okay. Yeah. All right. And is there like a specific when or you're looking at whatever. when you're looking at yeah. the dating apps? Is there like a specific um, tagline that they they have? <laughs> I mean, literally, it always says "flight attendant, major carrier" or something like that, okay. like in their thing. So, but on then the then you just ask them, "Hey, are you like in town for you know a long time or a good time?" Right. 
and then you can just kind of go from there. All right. So for those <laughs> looking to connect with, the I don't think that'll team. help you, but like, I mean, if they're local, then maybe. But yeah, yeah, there's 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 two things that I, from a from a hookup perspective, I can't do. One is flight attendants seem to just repel against me. I'm a gremlin mm. to them. And then Scottsdale, Arizona. I have <laughs> Old Town just hates me. I've never crashed and burned so much in my life, and I don't know why. So those are my two. I have a terrible story about uh, Old Town Scottsdale. Oh, oh do you? Uh, I mean, yeah, I lived in Phoenix for a hot minute, oh, and okay. uh, uh, the lowest point in my life was a bar in Peoria. Um, if anybody knows Phoenix, uh, Peoria is Western Phoenix, and that's where a lot of the old people live. <laughs> and um, I did not crash and burn, but I crashed and burned uh, into the arms of a lovely, uh, I want to say borderline 50-year-old uh, dyed redhead who was driving a minivan as I was leaving the bar after she bought me my drinks. I went to the quick trip, and uh, she rolled into the quick trip in her minivan <laughs> as I was going to like buy like a hot dog or some junk food at like two o'clock in the morning. And she goes, "Get in!" And she like literally renditioned me back to her place. And, and you guys went back and had don't some worry about it. Metamucil yeah. smoothies. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it was. You guys um, talked about life alert together. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I thought about my life and my choices in the morning. Well, you know, I I have this running joke that um, you know. When you remove the dentures, things get really fun, right? So, no, but I have a work conference that I go to every year in Scottsdale, right? And it is just amazing. Like, if you go there with just the uh, expectation to watch other people, uh, and with it being kind of more of a convention town and the crowd that I run in, it's a little higher end group of people. And uh, there's a lot of paid friends that kind of come out, right? It's not necessarily people who are like looking to actually give you legitimate attention. Right. They're just looking to give you limited attention. Right. The people that, um, frequent rattlesnake. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah the Ritz. Oh <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Go there on a Thursday night before the consultants go to town yeah. to, to rattlesnake. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about this er- in an earlier episode about uh, the legendary status that a rattlesnake has, but pros or hoes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, so, you, we talked last episode about catfishing, and mm-hmm. I, I talked a little bit about one of uh, the stories. I've got several, but that was kind of one of the top catfishing stories I ever had. But, you know, Prince, it sounds like you may have a, a very interesting catfishing tale yourself. I got a few. Um, we'll start with just a couple. I, I will start with, like, the two that you want me to talk about. And then I have, like, a third one, which is, like, a long con, which we can kind of talk about. It's not really a catfish so much as it was, like, a... It was, like, an Ocean's Eleven type thing? like a deception opportunity. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, so... I think the the first one that you wanted me to talk about, Ash, was when I was dating in New York, and there was like a period of time <clears throat> where uh, I would just get on Bumble or whatnot and figure some things out, and I matched with this girl, I thought it was a girl, and she's probably, I don't know, I was like 26, 27 at the time, and I think she was about that same age, and I noticed like in every single photo, her mom was in every single photo. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I bet she just has, like, a really good, like, relationship with her mom. You know, no red flags here, whatever. Probably should have put two and two together, like, it was, like, Long Island or whatnot. Or she was coming in from the city. <clears throat> and the restaurant pick was aggressive, uh, you know, probably for, like, uh, for for New York City uh, kind of, like, first date at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. So, like, Applebee's or? Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely hitting up Times Square Applebee's. Uh, no, it was like a higher end, um, like Gramercy Tavern or something. No, nah, not Gramercy Tavern, but like whatever that hamburger place is by uh, Lincoln Center. So fancy. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah like yeah. We're, we're gonna get like a thirty dollar hamburger and like right. pretend like you like it. And uh, so I go there, and 
you know, I'm waiting for this person to show up. And then, like, lo and behold, it, it is not the daughter. Mm-hmm. It is the mom. So we're talking MILF now. Yes. And then it got in a how, – like, how detailed do I make it? However, however detailed you want to share. Okay, fair enough. So, um, if I'm leaving something out, you want me to tell me? Just like, just, just wink. Yeah, give I'll it. Bl- to I'll me. blow yeah. you a kiss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> anyways, um, it was basically like her propositioning me because she was about to go through a divorce and wanted me to uh, wanted to film uh, oh. an encounter. <gasps> okay. Yeah. For, like cucking, she wanted to cuck? yeah something like that. I okay. think that's what the kids call it these days. Yeah, a little bit of cuck action. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What is that? What? Oh, uh, that is a genre on the hub that you should check yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, cuckold is the, the the term, but like when you're um, like your say your significant other is having relations with another person and you're watching. That's oh, like voyeurism. Yeah, this was right. like more of a uh, to get back at her. Right. Like revenge husband, porn. That's like, revenge like porn. Like her husband, like cheating on her husband or something like that. Yeah. I mean, oh. yeah okay, it was a little, so, Prince. Yes. You didn't, like, look at her age? No, it said 27 or whatever the age was. Oh, like, so it was she, the daughter was, like, her. she was pretending to be her daughter. Okay, okay. Yeah. Was she flirty with you up, up in... Oh, up I mean, like, yeah. Oh, this, this, this brings me back to, like, and we had this conversation, um, why I don't date people that have androids. Um, because if green, I get it, if I green bubble, we talked about that. The, the, green bubble <laughs> the green bubble is. You mean you got uh, a burner phone? That's what that means. It, it's 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 like psychopaths, people who get a texting app, mm-hmm. or um, Prince knows what's up, or people who are like trying to get that good phone deal for the family plan. <laughs> and you know, I think it was probably the latter. Uh, and yeah, so I mean, it's just super awkward. It was funny. I mean, like it was. Like, I was thinking about. It, I was like. Oh. I think I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then like, I really thought about it. I was like, going, and then you want me to do what? And she's like, Oh, film it. So I can show it to my, my soon to be ex-husband. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the plan. Yeah. That's so, um, so did you like Irish goodbye or something? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm like the master of the Irish goodbye. The Irish goodbye. What's uh, your move? I just leave. Just up and out. Yeah. I went on a date once with this girl on the first day. I think I told you the story and uh, I matched with her. Uh, again, back in New York, and uh, she's from California, like uh, the Bay Area. Something, oh, she's gonna be a pretty like progressive, like forward leaning person. I'm thinking, like, okay, cool. And so we ended up like meeting at this pizza place, and it was supposed to be like eight or nine o'clock. I don't really remember. And she ended up being like 30 minutes late, and the entire time she's texting me back and forth saying, hey, you know, my Uber driver doesn't know where he's going, blah, 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 blah. And then she gets into the restaurant says some of the most racist stuff ever about her Uber driver oh, and s- then says some like hugely anti-Semitic stuff in New York city. And I'm like, oh, nah, that's not going to work. And uh-huh. I had already ordered some food and stuff. And I uh, just basically went to, uh, to the pretend to go to the bathroom. I paid my portion and then I just checked it. But you, you paid for your portion. So I think that, y- well, know. I wanted to make sure that the people got tipped uh, okay. that were helping me. Right. Like, that was my thought process. But I mean, she still had like another eighty dollars to kind of right. fork out. Yeah. Yikes! Starting with the, I've never had. Um, I've had some like dates where they start to go off on like government conspiracies and like aliens, and they're all you know. But those are kind of like they're kind of cute and enjoyable. They're like, oh, you watch mm. History Channel at three a.m. too? Awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, not not racist. I screened stuff. those out. I tried to. I thought I did a good job with this one, but uh, apparently I didn't put the work in on that. Right. Oh, how frustrating. So there seems to be a common theme because I've never been catfished before. 
probably because the FBI has nothing on me. Like mm. I will do discovery, mm. look you up on LinkedIn, probably figure out where you live before I go on a date with you. Smart. I don't want to waste my time. And I'm like a single pretty girl. Like I don't want to be kidnapped. But there seems to be a theme like on Bumble well, that yields. I think what's also interesting is like someone Googled me, like my, my real name, and it came up that I was married and like a whole bunch of other stuff. And I'm like, I've never been married. It said that I was like related to somebody that I've never heard of mm. I'm from like Pensacola, Florida. I don't even know where that is. You probably found yeah. a, a wrong name. <laughs> but no, like, it, but, it, but it, had, it had like the same birthday. It said that oh. I like lived in Dallas. It said all these other things. And I'm like, oh, that's not. Well, I'll, I'll not basically right. just verify like, do you actually live in Dallas or is it some right. weirdo mm. who's like on a. Oh, I live in Dallas. Oh, really? Where do you live? McKinney. Yeah. Not within my radius yeah. of dating. Well, and it's funny you say that because when, um, so like on the dating apps, I would put my my Instagram handle on there just because in my mind, it's like if you're going to do the research, you're going to go to my Instagram and you're going to quickly see, you know, I'm not private and you can see what my life is about. So kind of weeds out people mm -hmm. if they're interested or not. But when I was traveling and I was going to different cities and I didn't live there, right? I was just there mm -hmm. for the week. Um, I would you know, go on Bumble or whatever. And they, there's a, a person in Charlotte, North Carolina, mm -hmm. that has my exact same name and he has no photo on LinkedIn. Okay. So when people would ask me like, where do you live? And I didn't want him to like track me back to Dallas. I'd just be like, oh, I live in Charlotte because there was a guy that's named the same name as me and it was like my cover. So What's there's some Maddie guy in Charlotte that's <laughs> probably just getting like all these rage, you know, LinkedIn DMs. But do you, uh, since you leave your Instagram handle on, uh, on your Bumble profile, do you get like some freaking wackadoo messages every once in a while? No, no, I don't. Uh, very rarely do I get, like, any DM slides. I think, uh, like, if you go in every once in a while, like, you see who's watched your stories, there'll mm -hmm. be all kinds of, like, weird people that I've never seen or heard of. Yeah. Um, but, no, I don't, I'm not cool enough to have DMs. So I'm, like, not on any of the apps right now. I deleted all of them a few months ago, and um, it's been helpful. Uh, but... You know, what was interesting is, like, for a period of time, like, you know how you get, like, the accidental swipe? Like, you didn't mean to swipe on that person? And then it shows that you match, and you're like, oh, God, I, I matched with, like, a hand grenade or something like that? Right. Um, and then, oddly enough, they seem to find my Instagram and, like, send me, like... Uh, oh, they really want to hang out with you? They're, they're, I mean, look, I think what Bumble does, I think, is great. I mean, like, people need to show initiative, and, uh, you know, Tinder's, <laughs> like, a is a sad place for sad guys. Do I people think, still use Tinder? I think sad people do, yeah. I, yeah, I... I haven't used Tinder in, in years. I do think it's, like, market-specific, though. Like, if you're in, like, the Bay Area, it might work better for you. But, like, if you're here in Dallas, like, no. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I in, haven't used And my whole strategy like, with the dating oh, apps is, and, like, some people are, are anti, but especially, like, with Bumble and Hinge, is when I'm actively using them, I, mm -hmm. I go for, the, like, the premium. Because it's just, like, Honeypot Central. I just sit back and I, like, watch it all unfold. And then I, like, then I like You do the paid subscription? Or you yeah. Do, oh, I yeah. don't know. Why? Well, the Bumble's subscription is awesome because you just, it'll show you like who liked you. And uh, then you can go into this like who they liked and you can just be like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And mm -hmm. it's instantly like you're instantly connecting with somebody you're interested in versus just sitting on Bumble all day, just like swiping right and hoping for a connection. So, and, and the other thing is, is you can kind of understand the, the data. Like if you post photos and you're not getting a lot of likes and then you change your photos, you can kind of see you know, what kind of girls are liking your photos, right? It's, so that's the strategy behind it. But you're paying a little bit. But for me, it's it's well worth the investment. I've never paid, but I think um, if that time ever comes, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll try it. Yeah. It's it's worth it, we'll in, in my opinion. So, yeah. so what 
besides like the bumbles, what mm-hmm. what other experiences, especially in Dallas, right? So mm-hmm. New York, it sounds like you've had some some fun mm-hmm. opportunities. Any anything like that ha- happen to you here in Dallas? I have like the wildest, I think wildest uh, catfish story here, uh, and so <coughs> um, basic, and it and it happened here. Like I think everything that happened in New York, like look that's a city of characters. So like you're going to run into people and you're going to see some interesting stuff from time to time. And it's just, you know, it's par for the course, but like here, like I would argue that at least most seen people are kind of like normal. And if they're kind of like unseen people are kind of like awkward. And, um, anyways, I, I match with this person and again, you know, I thought it was somebody who was like 25, 26, something like that. Seems to be a trend. Yeah. Good age range. Uh, it's like a healthy. That's the Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see, I get older, but they stay twenty six. So. Right. Well, the Russian bots are all eighteen. So, like, so Fair. if you if you skew up, then you're then you're a little bit good. Yeah. But um, so I match with this person, and you know, real quick back and forth, and I'm not really there to be like a pen pal in app. So I'm immediately I ask very quickly, hey, can I get like your number? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. So I you get the do number. that. I, I, yeah, as she knows. Um, so I get the number, and it's green text message. Rule violation, like, number one, but mm-hmm. we're having mm-hmm. some good banter back and forth, so I was like, ah, you know, whatever. And it was, like, I think pretty aggressive. So she said something to the effect of, like, hey, I, like, I live near you, and, like, it's, like, a Tuesday or Thursday night or something like that. She's like, do you want to, like, I don't know, grab dinner or something like that? And she's saying that to me, like, around, like, 7. And I'm, like, about to eat or whatnot, and I'm not super hungry. I'm like, oh, what time do you want to grab dinner? She's like, oh, like, 9-ish. <laughs> I'm like, Okay. Um, I said, sure. And I picked this place that I've gone to quite a few times. And it's like this little nothing special kind of like diner place. Uh, and it's open kind of late. It's probably Tuesday since like no one was there. And uh, so I said, okay, fine. I'll meet you here. So she's like, oh, great. Now, the second violation of my rule is because there's no green text, I can't FaceTime. But I also did not phone call. I didn't call to like make sure that my maybe does that voice match the person? You know, does it bring, like, the same energy or anything like that? Uh, did not do my due diligence. Didn't do any, like, FBI background checks looking for LinkedIn. Like, I don't know who does that because I'm a guy. Oh, I do that. Yeah, well, especially, like, not always, but if they're, like, yeah. if their profiles are, like, ridiculously hot. But see, this one wasn't. Okay. This, one's, this one was grading at, like, a solid 8. Like, okay. Not like a, we're not trending towards a 10 here. Oh, okay. You know, this is, like, a realistic, right. like, you so know. So the first time you and I spoke on the phone... You FaceTimed me. Damn right I did. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I always do like that. Hey, oh, hey, you know, I'm just going to FaceTime you real quick. And I just say that. Just I was in like a sweatshirt. I feel like that's up. more, I, I mean, that's a solid move. I feel like women tend to be more aggressive on that just to, but I mean, that's solid. I've, I recently, when, when COVID started uh, and we were all kind of forced to do FaceTime dates more, I, at, at the end of that exercise, I thought to myself, wow, yeah, I should probably incorporate that into the, the screening process. I think it's more. just a good good thing to, uh, you know, see you know, who's behind the phone. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. for those listening, um, I, I recommend it highly is that before the first date, just do a quick FaceTime. And if they get weird about it, then... They have something to hide. They, there's something, something shady. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so she had two strikes. Green bubble and mm-hmm. like there was no, there's like no, yeah, and there's like no prior phone call or anything else like that. Because you had like two hours notice. I still should have called. 
Well, but I'm sure, like, hey, are you serious? You want to meet? You want to meet now tonight? I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, like, just to, you know, I don't know. I mean, in that situation, and I'll be but honest. See, I think look, it's booty. That's booty time. If somebody I hits I me at seven. I'm like, yeah. I understand, I understand it's booty time, but at the same point in time, like, let, let's say in a hypothetical situation, instead of meeting at like a restaurant where we met, I just said, hey, come back to my place. And then the disaster that would have arrived at my house oh. would not have been like worth it. No, I never invite, especially on a first. Never. And you should be real. You should try that sometimes. What, invite them over? Yeah, why not? Never, never. Mm-mm. I never like I've had I've been at it's a gonna be like two now. No, I've been Eskimo at bro challenge. Down I've been at a bar. <laughs> You're not aggressive, bro. No, I've been at, <laughs> seriously at a bar with a girl, and we were talking. And she's like, "So, how far do you live from here?" And I'm like, "Just a couple blocks away." When I was living in Uptown, and she's like, "Oh, let's go to your place." I'm like, "Nope." And she's like, "I'm like, how far away do you live?" And she's like, "A couple blocks." I'm like, "Let's go to your place." And she went, "Nope." And I went, "Then I guess we're not hooking up." And she's like, "Oh, we're hooking up." And then she <laughs> went and bought a room at the Stonelay. She did. And I'm like, okay. That's, she um, wanted what she wanted. That's aggressive. But I'm like, I'm like not coming it. back to my place. No. That's my sanctuary. It, you're going to have to, like, Irish goodbye someone in your own house. Yeah. Like I did. Yeah. No, you just tell them you got to take a real, like, you know, I got I to gotta work out class at 5 in the morning or something like that. Yeah. No. Okay. So two strikes, uh-huh. no phone call, uh-huh. dinner no phone at call. 9. Dinner at 9. So <clears throat> I get there, I don't know, 10 minutes early. I know who the, the server and the bartender are because I've been there a couple times. I go ahead and sit back and go ahead and give him my card. And I go, hey, look, I'm here on a date. You know, if, if it's like a abort, abort, like I'm going to look at you and like wave it off. Just bring me the check. And I'm like, right. hey, I got you. And um, so like I'm, I get there. It's like, I don't know, 8.50-ish. I text her, hey, I'm here. I'm early, whatever. And I don't know, she's like, hey, I'm on my way. I'm like, okay, fine. And then it's like 9. It's like 9.10, then 9.15. And then, you know, she says around 9.30, hey, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm like, fine. I hate waiting, but this is what I'm getting. And so <clears throat> uh, I'm sitting there, and now, like, my appetite's already come out. I'm, you got the mozzarella sticks. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah, like, Where are you just, at? Just kind of getting ready. And uh, in through the door walks somebody who looks, I mean, the polar opposite of what I had matched with. I mean, mm-hmm. if I had matched with a 25-year-old, I got a 52-year-old. If I had matched with a little smoke show, I got, like, a, a nugget. I got a big nugget, right. you know, and um, it was it was not it was not the same person. Mm-hmm. And I looked up, I got that's not her, and I went back to eating my, my mozzarella sticks. <laughs> and I was just thinking, like, oh, you know, there's there's some interesting people in the neighborhood. Maybe you know, I don't know, she's here to get a beer or, or some mozzarella sticks with somebody else. And uh, she walks up to my table. She says my name. She oh. goes, "Hey, are you? Yeah, it's you." And then she and I'm like, nope. <laughs> like, I know I said something funny to you. I'm trying to remember the exact phraseology that came out of my mouth, Ash. But I was like, I'm like, uh, the hell you are. Like, this is not. <laughs> That's what you yeah, said. I'm like, this is not. No, like, this is not. Like, what what's happening here? Like, tell me who this is because I was talking to right uh, little smoke show little Emily yeah. and I got uh, Helga. Like, I don't know what I don't know what's happening right. here, but I'm not co-signing on this. You're waiting for Ashton Kutcher to. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm waiting to be, uh, yeah, like yeah. be punked and, and, and everything else. And it, and it was just, it was a total shit show. And I'm, oh, can I say that? Yeah, oh, you yeah, can okay. say so that. So a total shit show. And um, we just talked about cucking. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, yeah, I, shit I, show. Yeah, I called her tits too. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. But uh, anyways, yeah, so I was like, I'm like, oh God, this is fucking terrible. I'm like already looking to make an eye contact with the server. He's like 
on it. Like he didn't, he didn't even wait for me to like hand signal him or bop him on the head or anything like that. He was like, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm doing you a solid bro. That's great. And yeah, so he, he immediately get the check and she goes, well, why are you leaving? I go, I didn't think you were coming. I thought, you know, it's nine 30. You said nine. I'd already ordered my check. You know, I got to go. And so, uh, She's like, well, whatever. And I go, and you're not the same person. <laughs> like, you're not even the same person. She goes, but, like, let me explain. And, like, it turns out that that beautiful young little girl was, like, her niece. Like, she, she's, like, a psychopath. And she was, like, using her niece's photos. Ew. Yeah. Like, it, just like the mom used her daughter's photos, which I thought was kind of weird. Right. Well, not really, but, yeah. It was just kind of awkward. Hmm. So um, I leave. She follows me out. And then she jumps in to, like, basically the uh, – the, the standard issue vehicle of every uptown basic bitch, which is the uh, the Lexus SUV. And I'm going, oh, great. There's like a million of them here. <laughs> and so she jumps in her little Lexus, and I drive off, and I'm not even paying attention. And she follows me. But I'm oblivious to it. I have no earthly idea. And I lived maybe three or five minutes away, and she followed me. And it wasn't like, we're not talking like, uh, turn left on this street, right on that street. It was like straight line. She just followed me. She just held back. You know, a couple hundred yards or whatnot. Yikes. Yeah. So then, for like the next couple mornings, I start seeing this black Lexus SUV. And I'm living in an apartment complex at the time because I'm waiting for some uh, for some stuff to get done in my other place. And um, I'm like, that's just, that's like coincidence, right? Like, that has to be. <laughs> right. That's like kind of odd, right? And every single day that I come out of my place, it's moving closer and closer to the door that I walk out of. Not like the main entrance, but like the side side door so I can let my dogs out right and stuff and uh, I'm like this is just so weird this is like really really awkward and um, I think this is in February or something like that and all of a sudden like I'm walking out and then boom it is right there like it is the first car the moment that I walk out of side of my door and I'm like this is just so weird and then I look inside the car it's empty there is not a single person in it I'm like okay you know what? I think maybe just maybe someone just moved into the complex. Right. And you're just freaking out a little bit. I'm telling myself you a were story. traumatized. Yeah. Traumatized. You never know. I might, you know, it might be attack of the nuggets 2.0. <laughs> I just didn't know. I didn't know what was happening. And so I do my thing, let my dogs out. And then I go upstairs, get ready for the day. And then I come back out and it's kind of like one of those like cool mornings. And I drive a car where uh, my windows are like extremely tinted. And, but I always leave the back gate open. So all my doors are locked, but the back gate remains unlocked. And uh, the reason behind that is because I have a built-in dog cage. So that way uh, my dogs can get in and out. It's just easier for me. So I don't lock all my doors. I just lock the cabin doors, not, right. the, not the rear one. Right. And um, so whatever. <clears throat> so I go to sit in my car and I'm like, huh, why are my windows fogged up? <laughs> and like the moment I go to start my car, I look back and she goes, hi. And she's it, in your she's, car. She did. She's in my car. In the back seat. Yes. In the cage. In the cage. With the, where the dogs go. Right. And she's <laughs> covered in dog fur. So like. Oh I, my God. Yeah. I have like two white dogs. Yeah. And she's wearing like all black. Basically like what Ash is wearing right now. Right. And she's covered in white dog fur. Covered. So you've now, we've transcended from catfishing to like full on stalker. Oh yeah. Psycho. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so, you know. Without giving away my dimensions, I'm a big dude who kind of knows how to carry himself. And right. oh, yeah, I'm like yeah. thinking like, oh, shit, you know, yeah. someone's going to think that I kidnapped this person. Because that's that's the logical thing. Right. She's laying in the back of a cage <laughs> and like it is so bad. And this is like I am 
I am literally freaking out. I don't know if she has a gun. I don't, I don't know what's happening or anything else like that. Turns out she trapped herself in there because there's no way to open oh. up the gate. So she didn't know how, like she got in, closed the gate, probably just trying to like stumble across or do whatever, but she comes into the gate and closes it right behind her. So I called the police department um, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> crazy story. Uh, <laughs> I have a stalker. I have this purse on the back of my car. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, hey, it's going to be like 20 minutes and you need to like let her out. I go, the fuck I am? Like, I am not <laughs> letting this person out of my house. She's going to stab I, me. I, she could stab me. I don't right. know what's happening. Right. I mean, she might throw a spit in my face. Who knows? Uh, and so I'm like, this is, this is just not happening. And so uh, I told them, I go, look, you get a sub, the sub like precinct or whatever, like two minutes from here. I'm just going to drive there. And they're like, sir, please don't drive. Don't do that. I'm like, no, nah, I'm doing it. I'm staying on the phone with you. And so I get there. They meet me outside. I'm late for work. They, they take her in and they basically, they, they wanted to make sure that I didn't like kidnap. Like I, I was able to leave, but they wanted to make sure that I didn't kidnap her. So right. they pulled the security footage and they showed like her coming to my complex at the time at like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like sneaking into the car at like four. Oh my God. And like, so she had been back there for like a few hours. <laughs> and yeah, it was pretty gnarly. And so I have like an order of protection against this person and a whole bunch of other stuff. And what's crazy is this goes back to, again, why I don't text people that have green text messages. Yeah, well, I don't blame you. Which is she gave me like a ghost number. Mm. And so she had like one of those apps. Right. And I routinely still to this day get phone, uh, like text messages from this, this like a, get a random different area codes every single time. But I'll just pick it up and call it. And it says, this text now subscriber is not accepting calls at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I know exactly who it is. Mm -hmm. I have to report it every single time. Wow. Like, yeah. But didn't she have a fashion fascination with a celebrity? And she felt that you look like that celebrity. And that's why she was following you? Yes, but I'm not going to name that celebrity. I'm not going to name that celebrity either. Yeah. But she was, she's like obsessed wow. with the big name celebrity. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never had a stalker. The only time I ever had something even like close to that was I was, and this probably goes back to the why I don't like them to know where I live. But um, I, I was on a date. And I was driving, uh, driving home. It was actually, we were driving back in her car back to, to my place. And as we're pulling in, uh, we pull into the garage. It's like a garage in one of those apartment complexes. So the garage is on the bottom floor and then your apartment's above it. And as we're pulling in, I see a car that is identical to uh, an ex-girlfriend. And in the, in the, we had only dated for just a few months, but, um, you know, I broke up with her and it was a lot of drama, mm -hmm. but I was like, there's no way that's her car. Kind of like what you're saying, like you mm -hmm. see this car and, um, I go in and there's a door to my, to, to the master, um, bedroom that went outside. Mm -hmm. So this girl's in the car and she's like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to get my stuff. Cause she was going to hang out. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll be, I'll be right back. So I walk in and I go in, I'm cleaning up my room because mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting company, right? So I'm like, you know, making the bed very <laughs> fast and, you know, spraying Axe everywhere and just trying to <laughs> set the mood. Axe bath. Yeah, exactly. And all of a sudden I hear a knock on the outside door. And I'm like, what? what is that? I open the door and sure enough, it's my ex-girlfriend. And she's like staring at me. And she's like, hey, what's up? Like, I thought I'd just come by and say hi. And I'm like, hi, you got to go. And she's like, well, no, I thought I could come in. We could like hang out. I'm like, no, we can't do that. Like, and she's like, is there somebody in there with you? I'm like, no, no, there's nobody in there. I'm like, she's like, well, I'm like, st stay right here. So <laughs> I close the door. I run down to the garage girls. I'm like, hey, 
So I pick up the girl, put her on the hood, and I start making out with her. And I'm like, stay here. We're going to have some fun in the car. I'll be right back. <laughs> and then I go run out. I go run back to my room, and I open the door. I'm like, you got to go. I'm sorry. Did like, she bounce? We can't do this. And she got all emotional. I'm like, sorry, you have to leave. And then close the door, and then I'm like, I think I, I think I dodged the bullet. And then I went back down to the garage. <laughs> you know, the, the oh yeah, and you picked it right back up. Yeah, yeah. Boom. But is I don't I pulled uh, the rabbit out of the hat on that one. I gotta give women like a lot of praise because I feel like you know I feel like they can understand like when they're meeting some guy like they can tell if a dude's crazy ninety five percent of the time in, like the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. It's a special that, skill yeah. set, right? Like yeah. guys don't think that way. It takes us like three months to figure it out. Way it's, longer than that, buddy. Let me uh, tell you. At a minimum, three months. Yeah. That's a, typically like, you know. Three months to three years, I think, is the range. <sighs> Possibly. People do change. Uh, but, you know, at three months, they, like, drop their guard down. You're like, oh, God, I'm with a psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think the three months is where the, you're like, you're beautiful and great and blah, 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 blah. I don't see why you're, ah, there it is. That's the it. crazy there, comes there out. There it is. Yeah. It always tends to come out mm. three months in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's the holiday season. Holiday season's yeah. coming up, and I know COVID and a lot of things are going to be kind of different this year with the well, holiday mm-hmm. parties. But i interested, you know, as we kind of close out the episode, interested to hear from you, know, you Prince, and, and Ashmo. I have never had any um, fun holiday stories. I had a situation, because it's coworkers usually, right? And I have mm-hmm. a very strong rule against um, frat. Um, any kind of fraternization with uh, fraternizing. yeah fraternizing with coworkers, I just I just don't do it. Like mm-hmm. I, it's off the books. So my holiday parties are usually pretty boring. Right? I just kind of show up. I do a little dance. I have a Christmas suit. People think it's funny. I do a couple finger guns to the CEO, and then I pop <laughs> out. Right. But I'd be interested to hear from the two of you, or, or you, Prince, especially since you have a lot of mm-hmm. fun stories. Any interesting or um, tips for those looking to bring dates to holiday parties this this year? Uh hmm. Kind of caught me off guard on that one. Uh, don't bring a coworker. Don't leave with a coworker. Just save yourself the hassle. Isn't there that theory of like don't don't shit where you eat? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's true. Workplace romance is so off limits. It's hot though, right? It's like it is kind of off limits, you know. Especially if they have an office and you don't, or vice versa. Yeah. It gets so complicated though, because if you're like I don't disagree. Yeah. I did it no, one no. time and it was an absolute disaster. Like the only way it can really work is like if you work for a company that's just like so big where like this person's yes. in another department and like you never would have met this person anyways. Mm-hmm. Like that's like the only way it works. And even then, it, it's kind of like once you learn a new word, you start hearing that word every single time. Like once you start dating that person that like uh, yeah. works with you and you're like, I'll never see this person. The next thing you know, I see them all the time. Yeah, they're in every single meeting. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. So, so when I lived in LA, big company I started it up and we went to it was a holiday like shindig or going away or something and I ended up waking up next to one of my coworkers, completely blacked out this was like 10 years ago and then we ended up like secretly dating for like a year and it was just like really, really complicated because right. like you have to keep secrets and you can't like be seen outside you know in bars and stuff so I don't recommend it right Okay, so if you're going to, but would you, because I see on, I, like, when I've watched dating apps during the holidays, you tend to see these, the profiles saying things like, you know, just looking for, a, you know, a date to a wedding or a date mm-hmm. to, you know, my Christmas party. Would, would you recommend, you know, would I, would you, I mean, would you look for a guy off of a dating app to go no, to a Christmas no, party? No, absolutely not. Yeah. No. I mean, 
I would rather just bring a good guy friend like you, Maddie. You're my right. best friend. I would just like roll through my holiday Christmas party with you because. Right. But I then I, you. but I mean, the rule is you can't hook up with any of your coworkers. You for sure. But like I could free just, game. Yeah, all your coworkers are. Yeah, I think it's probably available. just better to bring a friend. Right. Yeah. Bring a friend, or in or if or you're someone from somebody, outside the system. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You wouldn't want to bring like, like it goes back to the the you know, guys can't tell if someone's psycho. <laughs> like, right. yeah. you know, you just don't know what happens when she gets like three tequila shots in her. That's true. But hey, and you've never hung out with her on three tequila shots. It's true. Holiday season is upon us, and mm-hmm. you know my role on date three. I I feed my suitors to the fire. I just feed them to my friends, and holiday season is upon us. We have several holiday parties already on the books. We do. We do. I, I ordered, like, the hottest Christmas suit for said party. Yeah. I'm really excited. Really? I think I'm, I'm considering bringing in a date. Is it, like, a, a Mrs. Santa, like, sexy Santa? No, it's, like, this, like, tuxedo long pants suit that's, like, with Christmas, like, okay emerald green and i'm gonna wear this lace black bodysuit underneath it's gonna be super sexy yeah it sounds sounds there is no ugly sweater in ashmo's closet yeah i've got i've got the chris i've got a new christmas suit that i'm gonna be like tailored so it's the slim same yeah yeah mine's at the tailor right now with halloween just in in our rear view for the followers and you know we're always looking for sponsors on the show uh, or at least um, people that don't sponsor us so fashion nova (laughs) like what's up fashion nova I looked at the Halloween costumes Fashion Nova brings, like, for the women. Oh, my God. Like, in the Christmas stuff, like, um, any of you squad, just if you have a boyfriend or you're just looking to attract a male, just really buy anything from Fashion Nova. It's amazing. I don't think enough women dress up for their men. It's heaven. Like, that's, like, my Well, no, they do. They dress up when when they're hunting. And then, like, you're three months in and all of a sudden it's like sweatpants and Cheeto dust everywhere. Really? And yeah. Oh, oh, for women sure. Women need to get their act together. Yeah. Women are like, oh, you stopped working out when we started dating. And it's like, you, you stopped everything. Like brushing your hair. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no. Ladies, take note. Brush right. your hair, put a full face of makeup on and wear a lingerie. No, you don't need to go that crazy. I'm just saying like, keep it together though. Like, I think Women, the pro- like, I think let the problem, themselves go? Yeah. Well, it's not like a let themselves no, go. No, it's not like, yeah, they're it's not, they like, get, gaining get, weight or anything. No, yeah, it's nothing like that. It's just, like, they... Stop trying. The guard drops. Like, mm-hmm. literally, like, you know, the end of month three, everything's normal. The next day, it goes... Good yeah. to know. Well, and, and, I mean, you know, there's something to be said about being comfortable in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Where you, you can be who you are. I think that's really where you want to be in a relationship, but there needs to be some effort I think on both sides, right? From a guy's perspective, mm-hmm. like you guys, we need to still keep planning dates and still keep pursuing and like, ev- you know, cue every Instagram post from a relationship meme, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, but also like ladies, uh, you know, trying to attract your guys well. And, and I'll be honest, like I've been in relationships and it's, it's always shocking to me when after three plus months you come in and um, someone you're dating is wearing lingerie and like trying to, um, you know, seduce you. A little and effort goes a long way. It does. Good it really know. does. Yeah. So squad for those, uh, thinking about bringing dates, you know, you've kind of heard it here from Prince and Ashmo. It's probably best just to grab a friend. Don't bring a, an unknown entity mm-hmm. and just enjoy it. Right. This is just hang out with your friends and have a safe and fun holiday season. Have so. a hot toddy and you know, do your wop, best wop dance. Exactly. Well, the best, the best story I have from a from a Christmas party is when uh, an HR director 
she got three tequila shots mm. deep and uh, decided in front of the entire company to dirty dance uh, <laughs> and make out with the CFO. Delicious. Mm. And uh, head of HR. So um, who... who uh, she can do it. You yeah, can too. Yeah, exactly. Right? I, had a, I had a friend of mine. Uh, I was working for this company uh, in San Francisco, and their, uh, their holiday party it was also like their anniversary party. And so everybody was there. And um, he and I were really good friends with the bartender that the after party was at. And the after party, well, the bartender was wearing, I don't know if you've ever seen one of these necklaces, but it has like a little like a bullet vibrator on it. Have you ever seen these? No? Uh, no. Okay, well. An they, actual um, yeah, it's vibrator? Like a, a, yeah, so it's like. It's a, a vibrator on a necklace. Yes, okay. but it's like, it's classy. It's like a, like it's a little. It's a classy a, vibrator. Yeah, and sure, it's like, it's whatever. Like, yeah, they're like a hundred bucks. All right, I'm going to go on Amazon right <laughs> after being this. Ser- like, being serious, like look it up. All right, and so everyone. She, she, she had this on. Not the, not the, cla- I, I want the classy <laughs> necklace vibrator, right. sir. And so like, I we both knew her from like another bar. She was just working that bar that night. And he went up to say hey to her, and he just saw the necklace and goes, I know what this is. And he kept, like, turning it on all night. Not a big deal. Like, because she was, like, everybody knew each other. It was like, whatever, not a big deal. But then uh, what ended up happening was one of the bosses of the company that, I don't know who this person was. He's, like, an investor or something like that. Mm-hmm. He only saw this from, like, behind. Oh, he didn't see like, like that. He was he, her chest. he didn't see that he was playing with her necklace. He just uh, saw him like reach for her chest. Right. And he came around the bar and said, "Who are you?" And he gave like a fake name and said, "You don't need to know who I am. Who are you?" Blah 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 blah. And that ended up with him getting fired. No <laughs> oh, way. No. I just thought that was kind of like you know like, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't be like he was so smashed. Like you can't. Yeah. Don't. You got to be. You got to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Like, you if you want to like go like bop out of and go somewhere else, but don't don't do it at your corporate holiday party. I mean, we're not going to have corporate holidays this year, but for the future reference, don't do it. Well, uh, Prince, we appreciate you. Prince of Uptown, we appreciate you coming on uh, Dallas Dating Diaries. Cool. And, um, you know, before we sign off tonight, any any parting wisdom for the squad out there? Uh, Look, you know, uh, if you're an iPhone elitist like me, make sure, one, that they have a uh, blue text message because that's very, very important. Too. I feel like it's very appropriate and uh, and helpful to just ask for the Instagram handle and like just see like how far back it goes. Like if it's if it's all new stuff, like this is an issue. Like you need to be able to go back. I think at this point, I think Instagram's been around for like ten years, so they don't have like two or three years. Like you, you're nodding with yeah. agreement here. I'm 100 percent with you. Yeah. So like yeah. you got it. Like red just, flags. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it especially helps if it was a private account mm. and then they accept you. Not like a. I know it sounds really weird, but like guys should have public ones. Just Agreed. make sure that you're not like yep. an axe murderer. And women. But private. women have a private one. Yeah. Like, and then I can send, hey, request to follow that, and then you yeah. can accept it. Yeah. And then I know one you accepted it, and two I know like right. it's legit. But it needs to be able to like need to be able to go back in time. Agreed. And then three FaceTime. Okay. So then. You know? You've heard it here for the the checks and balances to make sure you avoid yeah. a potential terrible date. Well, perfect. Well, that's that's what we have uh, for you tonight, squad. So as always, keep on sliding into those DMs, and as Ashma would say, send nudes. Send nudes. I love nudes. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks. See you next episode.